Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. AI has just received some guardrails. The United States, Great Britain, along with 16 other countries, have signed a 20-page document to create AI systems that are, quote, safe by design, unquote. This suppressed release straight from the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, otherwise known as the CISA, and the U.K. National Cybersecurity Center, the NCSC. And together, they said, and I quote, are proud to announce the release of the guidelines for secure AI system development, which is co-sealed by 23 domestic and international cybersecurity organizations. This publication marks a significant step in addressing the intersection of artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, and critical infrastructure. Continuing on with this press release, the guidelines complementing the U.S. voluntary commitments on ensuring safe, secure, and trustworthy AI provide essential recommendations for AI system development and emphasize the importance of adhering to secure by design principles. This approach prioritizes the ownership of security outcomes for customers, embraces radical transparency and accountability, and establishes organizational structures where secure design is a top priority. I got questions. That sounds nice, don't it? My question is, are developers legally obligated to follow these guidelines? In the case of the United States, when they issued the original guidelines they were very specific to say they were voluntary when we reported on guidelines being developed uh, and information being uh, required by authorities in the uk again the word voluntary kept coming up this is not legislation and that concerns me because okay let's say that in good faith a number of the a number of companies said yeah we'll do it because understand, these are countries that said yes. Cybersecurity uh, agencies within those countries that said yes. But nowhere in here does it say companies specifically, not only are we in favor, we will adhere and we will go beyond. No, no company in this release or in this news story is here saying that. It is wonderful that we're trying to get our hands around AI. Anybody who's been on this planet in the last eight months, unless you've lived under a rock, deep in the country, underground or something, known how chat GPT and conversationalist AI have taken over the country. Everybody's using it. Everybody's trying to put it into something, whether it fits or not, but they're trying. With all that development, with all that application, Who's making sure that AI is not being used for nefarious purposes in plain sight? I think the question is more the ethical use of AI uh, because some stuff could be legal but unethical. Again, this doesn't get into that. Now, they did say that the guidelines apply to all types of AI systems, not just what they call frontier models. We provide suggestions, this is the press release, 
and mitigations that will help data scientists, developers, managers, decision makers, and risk owners make informed decisions about the secure design, model development, system development, deployment, and operation of their machine learning AI systems. This document is aimed primarily at providers of AI systems, whether based on models hosted by an organization or making use of external application programming interfaces. However, we urge all stakeholders, including data scientists, developers, managers, decision makers, and risk owners, to read this guidance. Keyword there, people. Guidance. To help them make informed decisions about the design, deployment, and operation of their machine learning AI systems. I have concerns here. So let me try to try to explain where I'm at relative to this document. I understand the argument that in developing new technologies, government interaction early could be conceived as throwing a wet blanket and a stifling innovation. There's some ground for that. On the other hand, something as radically that's changing life in real time right now, like AI, needs some guardrails, or at least I wouldn't say necessarily a heavy regulatory touch, but it needs a light regulatory touch. I would have liked to have seen these guardrails around the edges be codified in legislation. In other words, teeth to say, hey, these are guidelines, but if you don't, here are the consequences. There's nothing in here other than these governments going, you know, we've developed these guidelines and it'd be so nice if you'd read them and follow them to mitigate uh, the inequities that are coming up in AI and its implication and how it is being rolled out. There is none of that. Keep hearing the words, guidelines, mitigation, uh, voluntary. And in a perfect world, that would be wonderful. Guess what? We ain't in a perfect world. So you can write all the AI press releases you want to. You can get every country on the planet to agree. Does not mean that that translates into the citizens of a particular country or a group of bad actors that decide they want to use it anyhow. And here's the problem, people. I don't care how you feel, money talks. Offer somebody in the need enough money, and in that case, values, beliefs, go out the window. I think somebody once said, everybody's got a price. That's the scary part, because there's no teeth. What's to stop that from happening? What's to stop a company saying, hey, you know what? If we don't, if we play along like we're going to, but we don't do it, and everybody else does it, we have an unfair advantage. And since nobody's monitoring this stuff, we can get away with it. We can offer it to the highest bidder. We could do what we want in the shadows with this stuff. By the time they figured out what we've done, it's too late. They can't put the genie back in the bottle. I would like to see some sort of regulation. I'm not saying that they should regulate every step. But I would like to see some parameters with some real teeth that will get everybody in the same room, on the same page, in the same pew. Because if you don't, there's always going to be those folks that are going to thumb their nose at the government, thumb their nose at these guidelines, thumb their nose because they figured out that people will offer them money to skirt the guidelines. And a lot of money. If that's not already happening right now. That's my problem.
That's where I stand. This is a great start, but without legislation, it has no teeth. Without any teeth, you know, what's the point if I don't follow it? What happens if I don't follow it? What happens if I could care less and totally ignore it? What are the penalties? Are there penalties? Is there any way to verify that people are following it? Another question. No. They're guidelines. It's voluntary. Yeah, not good. We have come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me here again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media, it's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.